0: And we're going. Um welcome everyone to this another special conversation with this this week we have uh my friend Tom and we have with us Dave Finoy, who you might remember as Lee from The Walking Dead.
1: Hello, how's everybody doing? <laughs> Fine, just...
2: It's just gonna <laughs> be a time a week going by. <laughs>
0: No, it's just it's because like, you know, it's it's like we have to process like we're talking because me and Tom are like huge Walking Dead game fans and uh-huh. we, we we love this game, okay, and it's it's just an honor getting you Well know, you know,
1: talking. I it's it's funny. This game has affected people in ways that uh most games have never. Uh the the two quotes I get from people are I've never uh been emotionally attached to to game characters before, and you and Clem made me cry. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And this game is so different in so many ways. Um, I've I've heard people or read people uh, on various blogs say that they really don't think of it as a game so much as interactive drama, and there's actually something to be said for that. And, uh, of course, people have been talking about, uh, interactive drama, uh, for about 10 years, but it was always going to be coming to television or movies where you'd be in a movie theater and you could have the character do this or have a different ending, so whatever, whatever. Uh, but it's interesting that, that the most successful, uh, interactive drama really has come out of, uh, gaming. And, and is, uh, the Walking Dead game. Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, because um, it, it's it's really interesting because it's episodic for one thing, and that usually is, is a red sign when it comes to gaming. It's like, okay, are people going to pay money to watch the next episode? Yeah. And the answer is yes! Yeah. We well, did! We good. paid... <laughs> we paid good. like 20... Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we pay. I paid like 20 bucks for it, and... It best 20 bucks I spent in my life.
2: Wow. Because the thing is, uh, um, I remember I heard about this game through an advertising promotion when it was advertising in the, um, I think it was like the comic or the TV show, and basically the game was being advertised in it at the time, and I just heard about it, and one of my mates said, oh, I really like the concept and everything like that. I went, okay, I'm try to get into the TV show, and I've been watching it slowly. And then I thought, heard the game coming out, I thought, OK, I'll pick it up, because I played a lot of um, Telltale games before, like Sam and Max and everything else. And I'm a massive fan of their work, so mm-hmm. I think this is far by their best game, by standard. And it's shown um, with, with what you just said, Dave, and um, also what critics and review-wise have been saying, and the you've been win been winning for this game as well Been
1: uh, i both. am overwhelmed by the number of warbs <laughs> awards we have been uh named game of the year by 55 at least 55 different uh sites and publications wow uh, in, including usa today <laughs> big newspaper that i didn't know usa today knew about games um uh, <laughs> but because uh, it's it's funny, you know. As big as the gaming industry is, which is bigger than the movie industry in terms of how much money is being made, um, it's it's still almost underground. Uh, there there's this whole population all over the world of people, eh, probably the, the the high range of about forty, and and a low range of you know about fifteen or so that. You know, they are into these games, they are buying these games, they are playing these games, they are, are doing what you guys are doing, uh, having podcasts and blogs and and sharing information that the rest of the planet, moms and dads, grandpas, grandpas, aunts and uncles, have no clue about.
0: <laughs> and, and it's interesting you say that because it just goes to show how far gaming has Changed as a medium.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Because back in the days, it was just games were considered childish uh, things. Yeah. You know, they they were they were just something kids would play to pass the time, and now it's completely different. It's taken seriously as uh, as an art form.
1: Oh, a- absolutely. It's a it's a form of interactive entertainment, and um, you you look at the the artistry, not just uh, The Walking Dead. I, I love uh the animation of that game but there are so many other games that are just incredibly beautiful just incredibly well done uh how good they look how cinematic they look uh, um it, it the the media has grown up Uh, The gaming media has grown up and uh, it's 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 it's, I I remember like when rap music started and people were like, Oh man, it'll never last. You know, it's just a fad. (laughs) Hip hop is here to stay, baby. And gaming is here to stay. And it is a huge part of the culture and the economy all, all over the world.
0: Yeah, but what makes The Walking Dead game such a a shocker to, to most people is because it's a downloadable game, for one thing, and it's made by this little studio, Telltale. They're not a big, like, major name in the gaming industry. And for them to come out with something this good that it gets people talking and waiting for the next episode and having people, like you said, go up to you and say that they cried at the ending when they never got emotionally invested in any previous game, that has to tell you something.
1: And also- Well, you know, Telltale has had a vision for a long time of interactive gaming uh, that has had uh, some limited success. They've gotten a lot of criticism for uh, uh, a Jurassic Park, say, and, and Back to the Future. Um, but everything fell into place. Uh, With The Walking Dead, one, it's a fabulous property that already had its own legs uh, in graphic novels and television. And uh, with the blessing of Robert Kirkman, uh, the the writers from Telltale uh, put together, wrote some great, great, great stories. They kept the the feel of The Walking Dead, both the, the show and the graphic novel. Uh, Which is, yes, you are in the midst of a zombie apocalypse, but it really is about human interaction and survival and relationships. Uh, And that is what made it so special. You know, having been on a lot of games... Uh, most of the time your scripts are you'll have a number of lines that are greeting lines, a number of lines that are attack lines, a number of lines that are taunting lines, a number of lines that are I'm being killed lines or need help lines or whatever. This game had none of that. This game was all real dialogue. The closest thing to that were uh, uh, me walking around the various places and and looking at things and, oh, yeah, what's that over there? Oh, yeah, I could use that hammer. Yeah, those kinds of things to prompt the, the gamer to pick up or, or something or use something or find something or go in a particular direction. But other than that, everything is real conversation with people. Uh, and like most games, uh, none of us got to work together in the studio. So you had to be very conscious the writers and direct directors had to be very conscious of uh context. Uh I when I'm talking to Kenny, I mean you can be mad and quiet or mad and loud. So am I mad at Kenny talking to him but it's you know under my breath Kenny come on god damn it or or am I yelling at him? Kenny! <laughs> I just blew out your speakers, I know. Uh but and also, just the number of lines uh most games, if you've got you know a couple hundred lines, that's a lot of lines for this game. I personally had at least twelve hundred lines per episode.
0: Wow, that is something,
1: yeah, <laughs> um, it was a lot of work. It took us about a year to complete um. Uh, but just a joy, you know, and I've got mixed feelings. On one hand, uh, I, I, I'm so happy that the game is over and out and doing so well. On the other hand, it's like, well, well, damn, it's it's over. I'm not, I'm not flying up to Northern California every month or two to, to work on <laughs> it anymore. I, I've
2: got one question. Um, I heard with Telltale, um with Telltale's um, um idea how it worked like you just said like you get fly out to California like every single couple of months they could normally get their feedback back from from what they like, what they dislike and they change the script on on the fly as they go. Um,
1: um well there were there would be pickups for for every uh episode. And an sure. episode would take, you know, usually two or three days to record. Uh six to eight hours a day. Uh, And I I live in Southern California, and and, uh, they record in a studio in a little town called Fairfax, California, which is just the coolest little town. Um, And they would fly me up for a couple of days, uh, you know, two or three days at a time, and we would record all day. Uh, And, of course, once that was done... Uh, I'd get home and they'd hear the tracks and something would change. They'd alter the scripts a little bit or something. And and uh, we'd have uh, pickups, which, you know, I'm, I'm in my studio right now. I have a, a studio that I, I do most of my work from. Okay. So I could either do the pick. If there were just a few pickups, I could do them from here uh, or do them from there. They tended to like to fly me up. Uh, to do the pickups just for uh, uh, matching. You know, same studio, same microphone, uh, same equalization settings, all of that. Um, But sometimes I did them here. Okay, because I noticed that in some of their previous games, say,
2: for example, if there was a certain puzzle in it, which like they thought like a character acted a bit weird on. They made a little bit of a joke of it in the next episode. Like I noticed in Walking Dead with the radio puzzle sort of thing. And then in the next episode, they made um, your character made a joke about it, which I thought was quite funny. Huh.
1: Like
0: <laughs> Are you sure you can handle those? <laughs> <laughs> there
1: you go. Yeah. So what else, what what other questions do you have about the the game and?
0: Um, like, how, how, how is, how crazy is it that, you know, after you, after this is done, and, and, and at the end of the day, everyone has, you know, the game's gotten so many awards and all that, and you're getting noticed, how crazy is that? Like, how crazy is it that you go from being someone who just did voices uh, in commercials to this, and now everybody knows who you are? Well, you know,
1: um... I've been uh, uh, doing voice work for a long time. I've got a little bit of notoriety in the business. Um, I'm someone who is invited to come speak at voiceover conventions and that kind of thing, even before the game. Um, I've I've been a network promo voice for like uh, the WB when it was out and ABC and CBS. Uh, I've been on a lot of cartoons, a lot of games. Uh, a lot of TV commercials and narration. Vo- voice work is what I do for a living. Um, and so on one hand, um, within the business, uh, I, I'm fairly well known. People know who I am. Yeah. Uh, but totally. but this has really changed that dynamic. This has really pushed it over the edge. Uh, also, I'm the voice of Hulu. I don't know if you know that or ever watch Hulu. Uh, all your favorite uh, TV shows online, uh, but I'm the omnipresent the voice there. So, I mean, I, I have a presence in the business, but this has just kicked it way over the top. Um, there, because so many people love this game all over the world. I, 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 I can't tell you how gratifying and humbling at the same time that it's been that that uh, to be part of. Uh, the Walking Dead, and have a performance that has touched people uh, so personally. What was your one of your favorite moments
2: in the game, doing voice acting wise, um, out of all the episodes
1: you were in?
0: And 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 try not to spoil too much because I mean, if, yeah. if we spoil if we spoil this, people aren't going to play the game, so we'll just not. Okay, spoil. without
1: making a spoiler, I, I have to say. The last episode and the final scene um oh. <laughs> of course. It, it you know very rarely in animation do you get to be so dramatic uh to work with with such emotion uh to have those kinds of scenes uh it's it just doesn't happen but it did in this game. So I I'd have to say episode 5 which uh also without spoiling it when I first heard what was going to be happening in episode 5 which was about episode 3, I was pissed off. Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I didn't like it. I thought it was a bad idea. Um but once I got to do it it gave me an opportunity to to uh to, to to hit notes as an actor, a voice actor that you just don't get to hit.
2: Well,
0: well you know. It it
1: um yeah, i I mean
0: the ending, without going too much into it, is is probably like the most intense Intense thing because without spoiling anything, you have to make a decision, and I'm not gonna lie, I I uh, I was shocked at what they were asking me to do. I was like,
1: oh. "Wait a minute, I can't do that." Yeah, <laughs> it well, you know what, I, I, and I also think um, the choices that you have to make in this game. Uh, they're very lifelike. Too often in life, the choices we make aren't uh, between good and bad. It's you know bad or worse.
0: Yeah, and and that's what I love about this game. It's not like this is the good option. This is the evil option. It, it's it's what you would what a what a normal human being would say d- during that type of situation. It's not like oh I'm going to be evil or I'm going to be a good guy in the situation. No, it's It's all pretty neutral when you think about it.
1: This game tends to bring out the humanity in people. You tend to want to do the right thing, and sometimes there's just not really a right thing to do. (laughs)
0: oh yeah oh the the stuff they'd ask you to do the decisions it's just horrifying and you have to like say oh god they really
1: want me to do this am i really gonna do this am i
0: really gonna do oh yeah oh i i I can't believe i just (laughs) and
1: and um just about the time you start caring about a a character it's time for them to die
2: oh yeah, I know, I don't know the movie really, really well. It's like, um, not spoiled in the episodes, but there's one episode, you do end up on a train, and there's a certain character on there, I'm like, I really like him. And in the next moment, in the next episode, oh,
1: he <laughs> gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what I love about this game as well, is like every character leaves an impact. And that is something I have never seen in any other video game, where every character... Big or small leaves an impact and, and I love it and you know I what? love at the end and and I love at the end of the game where when you're done, it shows you pictures of the characters and how they interacted with you. Yeah. I thought that was brilliantly yeah. done
1: and and uh one of the reasons you love the characters is because they are characters you actually know. We all know people just like the characters that you encounter in this game and when
0: also uh, also. Kenny and Lee, greatest bromance ever, <laughs> ever.
1: <laughs> I love it, man. Fuck you, Kenny. I, exactly. I, I, I well, the two relationships that um, I love in the game are are Lee and Clem, and Lee and Kenny. Um, and you know, uh, Clem is Lee's chance to redeem himself in life and um and and he and Kenny need each other they don't like each other necessarily they don't always understand each other uh but they learn to respect and work together and 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 have a uh a, a, a love of one another despite uh their differences and the the things they were going through
0: and it took the zombie apocalypse to finally bring a a black man and a and a redneck together <laughs> finally <laughs>
1: Big <laughs> big well, you know that's that's why I'm looking forward to the alien invasion, and no, I'm not talking about Mexico, um <laughs> but the space aliens I, I i think that would be the one thing that would bring the planet together. say, why are we fighting each other? We got these sons of guns here trying to take over the planet <laughs> Let's work It'll together be a dependent day all over again, <clears throat> yeah, dig it, dig it that that and Skype. <laughs> because because you can talk to anybody anywhere at any time
0: yeah i mean if it wasn't for Skype we where, wouldn't have uh, where done are you this interview.
1: where are you guys
2: well, I'm from the u k you can't tell my by my british accent
1: well yeah, but you know you you could you i could tell that you uh were uh um someone of english um <laughs> But you could be living anywhere on the planet. That's true. Yeah, very, very true. Um, it was it was more English than it was Australian <laughs> or from Scotland. <laughs> That's the worst Scottish accent ever. That's the worst one ever.
0: <laughs>
1: well, don't tell anybody. I made a lot of money with that stupid Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You were in King's Quest, weren't you, doing additional voices. Did you do any Scottish accents in that at
1: all? I, I don't think I did. Actually I'm 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 lying there. I've I've never done a Scottish accent for money. Um I only do it for fun. Um no I I, I do a lot of um island, African, uh English, uh French, um uh nondescript uh Europe oh. uh
0: Um, Was Josie from Lollipop Chainsaw based on Bootsy Collins? Like his voice was that based on? Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Because I caught that reference. (laughs) Yeah, baby, boo. boo.
1: But 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 it
0: was auto-tuned, so that
1: yeah. yeah. (laughs) What what's what's, uh, often happens in, in game? therapy, It's not that my voice is my voice is deep enough, but apparently not deep enough because a lot of times they, even though I'm working in my lower range. They'll auto tune it down and add some other stuff, and by the time and
0: and it and it has like my favorite line, which is "You actually trusted what I said? I'm a motherfucking zombie." <laughs> <laughs> I love that line.
1: Kind <laughs> of forgot that line. You know, it, it's funny when you're on this side of things and you you uh, record a bunch of lines and whatnot, and then you go home, and it's months and months and months later that the game comes out and. Uh, I'm not actually a gamer, so uh, I often haven't really explored uh, what the final outcome is, and then I'll run into people like yourselves who uh, – oh, man, I love that line you said. Uh... God, did I say that? Oh, I guess I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> what, um
2: Going back to the Walking Dead really quick, um, quickly, um, when it came to the character of Lee, what inspirations did you take to put into this character? What was you told about the character and everything like that? When it came,
1: well, I came was to, I know. was told that Lee was a, a a had been a college professor who was on his way to jail for killing his wife and her lover. He had found them and um, you know and, and, uh passion killed them found guilty and was on his way to prison. And he's feeling like a failure in everything, a failure as a husband, a failure as a man, uh, somebody who had a decent life and has thrown it all away. Um, And then the zombie apocalypse happens. Well, most of the time, uh, as a voice actor in games, I really am taking on some... uh, fantastic character i i really lee was a lot closer to to who i really am um as a person uh i didn't have to put on any other voice i didn't have to create he's a he was a modern man like me um it really was just tapping into the emotions of uh uh the sorrow for what you did, uh, the the desire for um, to be redeemed, the desire to to help this child and keep this child safe which becomes even more important because i'm I'm trying to atone uh, for the crime that I committed. Um, i I felt very close to this character. Um, I understood him. He was a regular, everyday guy, uh, trying to survive extraordinary circumstances and thrown in with, with people he probably would never, ever have spent any time with had it not been for this zombie apocalypse. Okay. Interesting, interesting.
0: Yeah, because that's what I like about Lee as a protagonist is that he is he is not portrayed as this muscular testosterone ass kicking son of a bitch. He's portrayed as a guy, a normal guy. You know, where he's somebody the, you could know. Yeah, yeah. And when the zombie apocalypse happens, he doesn't know what what he's doing. He doesn't know what's going on, and he acts like what how he how we would act if something like that did happen.
1: You know, the the best characters, the greatest heroes, um, it's not that they're not afraid. It's that they act anyway. Uh, And the, the, the very best heroes are normal people in abnormal circumstances who rise to the occasion.
2: Okay.
0: Well, you know, I I I really can't think of like any other games that do that because every other game I've played, you've play, you've uh, you're playing as this unstoppable killing machine. I'm a, a, a badass,
1: game. damn it! <laughs> I,
2: I I hear I'm here the, to the chew gum and kick ass, I'm a wild gum. Yeah, stuff yeah. like
0: that. I mean it, but with Lee, I actually was really, really emotionally invested in him, and I liked that he was just an ordinary guy. Like, he, he had no previous experience, and, and as he goes on with his journey, he becomes more and more adapt to the situation, and the way he re, he reacts to certain people, and he's not afraid to get violent when he has to.
1: No. Yeah. Uh, but you're also, you'll also notice that uh, he becomes more so as the game goes on uh he he learns to adapt to this world that he's living in and uh and 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 react in ways that, that that help the survival of himself and the people he's with and especially Clem uh but yeah that that really is the key that he's a normal guy in abnormal circumstances doing the best he can to survive
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, I think one of the most intense scenes in any game I've played wasn't a firefight. it wasn't running around being outnumbered by a bunch of enemies. it was g- giving it was being given uh five pieces of food and deciding who gets to who, who gets who, to uh, eat. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that was like, oh man, I don't know what to
2: do <laughs> it's like. Hey. Also, I think the best bit with um, the character Lee as well is like he does have those badass moments, but the thing is that they save them for the favourite end, and well, the final two episodes of the game, and one of um, one of them is basically at the very end when he said, "Oh, he just said, 'Damn, I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna go for it.'" That that whole sequence it just gave me goosebumps with the guitar riff and everything was so, it's. It, it was. I just thought the game was very well rounded, very well made, and um, it did really well, especially at, at the BGAs recently as well. And when, when well, we we, we,
1: we we were nominated for five awards, uh, and we won every one of them except best male voice for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was
0: mad with that. Oh, you, you, oh man, why you were snubbed? You were snubbed. <laughs>
1: It, it was, you know, but you know what? I, and I, I understand the at the Academy Awards now when when the actor who didn't win says, "Oh, it's an honor just to be nominated because it really is." But you really do want to win. You just, <laughs> I really did want to win. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I, uh, I, and though I didn't take that home, I wanted to. Uh, the next night, not televised, but the, at the Independent Gaming Awards. I got to lift the trophy uh, when we were called up and won for uh, Best Character Development. Of course, that went home with the Telltale guys, but I got to hold it up. Uh, And we have, like I said, been honored to receive 55, at least, Game of the Year awards. I I think that has to be some kind of record. I don't know that, that no other game has ever done that before, but I don't think so.
2: I think some games have, but yeah, again, for for the genre of what it is, for a point and click point and click adventure game, that is astonishing. Yeah, I, I think that's probably for point and click adventure games. I think that's a first, to be fair, because it was just like the genre of the game, which really sh- well, which got really got people really enticed to it. Because I think with point and click adventure game, you get to know the character the better because it, it's a story driven game. Yeah, in game you get to invest in the characters more.
0: And what I liked about Walking Dead is that it didn't it didn't follow the TV show or the comics. It created its own characters uh, and Which, it said it was done,
1: done on purpose early on in the in the game. Uh, uh there's a meeting with some of the guys from the TV show. Um but and that says a lot about the the, the franchise of The Walking Dead that uh, you know, it it's bigger than just a few characters,
0: and it, and it just goes to it's one of those games that shows that yes, you can make a good game based on a franchise yes. that
1: isn't Batman. Yeah, yeah, that isn't Batman. <laughs> well, once again, you can't have Batman without Batman. <laughs> you know, and this this The Walking Dead. It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know if he did this on purpose, but even just the title allows. Uh, allows the, the creation of numerous characters there isn't any one particular hero as a matter of fact I don't know that anybody's really a hero they're more protagonists uh, they're people you like but you don't know what's going to happen to them and sometimes they're going to do things you don't like
0: oh like Lily oh. Uh, uh, <laughs>
2: Well, the thing is that she original she character from the actual comic books from what I from from what I read about it because you do get some characters from the comics slash TV show that do make little cameo appearances in this game.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: And um, do you think that um, help help um, people who play, uh, who read the comic TV show ease, easier into the game with these characters? You do know what?
1: Things? I I don't. I don't think they needed to have uh, characters from the show or not. I, I don't think it's a bad idea that they did it. I think this game, uh, with or without them, uh, was going to do well based on the storytelling, the writing, and the voice acting. Definitely.
2: it stood on its own two legs amazingly, and uh, it just goes to show with just what we just talked about.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you, you get good writers who uh, – um, I'm just going to mention Gary Whitta, um, who fortunately I've become friends with. And uh, I don't know if you ever watched uh, The Book of Eli, the movie.
0: <sighs>
1: okay. Got a nice <laughs> yawn there. But uh, uh, the book – Gary Whitta wrote The Book of Eli.
0: Uh, oh, good. So I know who to blame for that atrocity. Ah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I like the movie myself, but um, he's he's a very cinematic writer. Although most of his writing has been in the gaming world, uh, and once again, that's it. It's a, it's another testament to uh, the the growth of the gaming world. It's uh, out of its infancy and teenage stage. I would say the the gaming world now is a uh, uh, pretty boss, young adult, uh, flexing its wings, feeling uh, successful and strong and uh, ready to do some different kinds of things, explore some other areas, which is exactly what the Walking Dead game did. This game is like no other ever before it um, in, in the emotional content, uh, the storytelling, um, and, and, and how it makes you feel.
0: Yeah, it's, it's. I think, the only game I can think of that actually deserves to get the M rating because it's actually mature. And it's not like games like Call of Duty where they only get the M rating for swearing and uh, shooting people. And
2: controversy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, when it game came to the BGA game, when I was watching the promo for it building up and everything, i seen clips of it. And there's a bit when Cusario Jackson was hosting the VGA for the most part, and basically they did animation versions of him in each game. Have you seen the bit bit when... Yeah, I was there. I was there at the awards. (laughs) Of course he He saw saw it. (laughs) When you saw that, what went through your mind
1: when you saw that? I thought it was a great bit. I thought it was very funny, and and, I thought it was cool
2: to really get that sort of 70 endorsing because you've got like all the big games and then you've got your the game that you were in see up on the screen with all those big game with all those big game titles that got to be a big honor in that sense you know well,
1: you know it 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 was but it's not like i i've been in a lot of big games um, sure. you trans- mean the, best- um the transformers world of warcraft world of Starcraft, Dota. Um, uh, uh, Metal Gear, uh, uh, Mass Effect. I'm, I've been in a, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of, of big games, but it's a whole different experience to play the lead character in such an iconic game that that uh, has really, really just turned gaming on its ear.
0: And now you know how David Heater feels. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah this this is this is life-changing, you know it's it's uh, one thing to be a successful voice actor in a lot of games and projects and whatnot and and eh, people kind of know you but don't really know you, and then to boom, now you're on the uh, game of the year, a game that really has changed the nature of gaming uh it's it's the the next step forward uh in an industry it's uh it's 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 exciting and humbling at the same time
0: yeah because it's amazing how you go from doing supporting roles to to the main role and it's funny looking back at 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 some of your earlier stuff and thinking wow this is the same guy who made me cry in the walking dead <laughs> there
1: you go there you go and and you have to give a lot of credit to uh the writers That gave you, uh, the lines, that gave you the story, uh, that, that allowed you to take, that allowed you to, to, to go there. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and what amazes me is that this game didn't have like one writer. It had, uh, five writers.
1: writers? Yeah. Well, you had Sean, uh, Vanneman was a head writer, and then you had a team of other writers, uh, who were, um, Writing the story, and then they'd get together, and, 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 and you know, there might be the head writer on this story, and, and, uh, but the other writers had input and helped with certain things. Um, and it was a, a real team effort and just okay, obviously well done. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, it a- I, let me, let me
1: just, um, just for a moment, because uh, I've, I've read a lot of reviews of the game, and most of them talk about how great the game is, emotional content, so forth and so on, uh, and they gloss over the uh, voice acting.
0: And I just Oh, I, that that's that's an insult. I, know I, I, well, I, I well,
1: that well, that I is an insult. I had I don't, I don't look at it as an insult, but I I, I had one. Uh, I'd written to one of the uh, bloggers and said, well, I'm glad you like the game, and you you know you had. Uh, uh, a sentence saying how much how great the voice acting was, but you didn't mention any of the voice actors or go into why that that acting may have been so good. Although you waxed on about uh, everything else, uh, and she wrote back to me, she said, "You know what? You are absolutely right." She said, "You know, it's after the first couple of episodes, the voice acting was so good, I forgot about it. I didn't think about <laughs> it, it was just and, and which is also." A huge compliment because uh, a lot of times, you know, you're, you're, you're watching something and if the music isn't right, that's when you notice it. Um, but I just want to, I want to, uh, just say what a wonderful cast top to bottom this was. This was a great group of voice actors, um, that I'm, I'm really, really proud, uh, to have worked with.
2: Oh yeah, the cast is tremendous on this, and all we worked very well together throughout the whole the whole project. And like I yeah. said, it's like it was, it just came second Nation because we saw the characters as the characters, sort of thing. that how yeah. much investment we got in, got into you, it. That's
1: you, a uh, the, the funny thing, I, I um, most of the time uh, in gaming, what you do is you, rec- yeah, every character records by themselves. Uh, so you may or may not get to meet anybody uh, else on the on the show unless their session is right before or right after yours, and you happen to uh, bump into each other in the waiting room. Um, it wasn't until episode three that I met Melissa Hutchinson, who plays oh. Clementine.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, and. Uh, I mean, we had an instant connection because of doing the game, and and I'd have to say we're good friends now. Uh, But I felt compelled to meet the whole cast. I've never done that before, you know, most of the time on games and things. I know some of the people uh, who are on the games, but, you know, never felt compelled to let's all get together and break bread and – get to know each other and meet and talk and as, as the cast and um, during episode four or five, I can't remember which now it might've been episode five. um, I got uh, the director and whatnot to get as many of the cast together as possible. And uh, we all had dinner together up in Northern California while I was there. And it was just wonderful. It was just wonderful. And once again, that's just like the things in this game uh, never happened before. The emotional content—I've never done that before. I've never been invited to or invited people that I've worked with on a, a, a cartoon or or game. Just hey, look, I I want to meet all you guys. We need to sit down and break bread together, and and come together and and know each other and see each other and realize what a a great project we all worked on. And it it really was. Uh, such a special project that I felt compelled to do that
0: wow <laughs> that is uh that is uh something i i I've never think i, I don 't think i've ever heard someone say that where that they felt that the project was so good that they that they that they felt the need to get the cast together to have a party uh,
1: you know i at at the time I did not know how special this project was going to be in terms of uh Awards and the public and whatnot, but I knew how special it was in terms of the work and how how good the work was from so many uh, great actors, voice actors. Um, I don't know, just it just felt like the thing to do.
0: <laughs> uh, it it <laughs> well, you know, it, it's it it really is hard to believe that you're telling me that the the, the whole this whole di- the whole dialogue was recorded uh separately because yes. it's so good and it's hard to believe that it's recorded separately
1: well I, kudos to uh uh those of us who were acting and kudos to the writers and directors who made sure context was always kept in mind uh because it's begin- it's, it's hard to do to match uh, energies and and uh, volumes um, when, when nobody's recording together.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to believe that voice acting for a video game, of all things, can be this good, but it is. Yeah, well... <laughs> it is. It is like watching an Oscar-nominated movie, where the acting is just really gripping and really good, and... And and
1: and this is this is like
0: that, but it's done with voices instead of actual people. Yeah,
1: interactive storytelling.
0: <laughs> and it is it is like a visual novel when you when you know when you say that because you know you're the one making the choices and you're the one who have to who has who has to live with the the decisions you make. And believe me when I say the decisions you make are disturbing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes that's all you can make. Is it going to be disturbing or really disturbing? <laughs> it's like, oh,
0: you know, you could let this guy die or let this guy die.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Gee, i got to save somebody. Mm, him or her? Uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah, so. So, oh, yes, cool. you're,
0: you're. Yeah, it's. it's um, I'd like to, like, stop. Okay, we'll just stop talking about Walking Dead because I think people are just going to get bored of it. And we're just talking about Walking Dead. Um. Uh, how did you get into to, to voice work? Because you say that voice
1: work is all you've done, and how did you get? Well, into no, I, it's it's not all I've done. It's all I've done in the last twenty years or so. Um, I was a, a child actor uh, in Cleveland on stage um, at Carimou House, a very uh, well-known uh, community theater there, uh, art community art center. Um, Went to college as a theater major, but I was also playing music. So after a couple of years, I dropped out and went on the road as a musician. Uh, after a couple of years on the road, I went back to school and, and finished up uh, in music, uh, playing jazz and R&B uh, and rock and roll. And uh, got married, had a kid and realized that I wasn't going to grow up to be a rock and roll star after all. um uh, <laughs> So I, I went into radio uh, because I thought that would keep me close to music and because of what I thought of myself was I'm a, I'm a musician. Uh, but what I learned after going into radio was I'm not so much a musician as I am a performer. Um, and after I had a successful radio career in the Bay Area, I was morning man at uh, the number one music station there, KSOL. Uh, working under the name Billy David Ocean, but I also knew that I wasn't gonna wanna spin hits for kids forever. Uh and I discovered voiceover and I thought, wow, that's something I could do, uh, you know, commercials and narration and T V promos and and animation. <laughs> and um uh, so about nineteen ninety I moved to Los Angeles Uh, to pursue a career in voiceover and uh, uh, found great success. I was in a number of cartoons early on, as well as uh, doing promos for CBS, ABC, uh, the WB, uh, Disney Channel, um, uh, lots of other uh, stations and and cable channels. Um, And about 1994... I think I did my first video game, uh, and I think it was one of the Lucas games, and uh, didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it. And uh, over the years, did more and more games, uh, you know, every few months or so. I And then about uh, a couple years ago, a now very good friend of mine, who's also on the cast of The Walking Dead, Adam Harrington, sent me out of the blue... A demo video of some of the gaming characters I had done and I had not realized how many gaming characters I had done and how many games I had been in Uh, not being a gamer I didn't realize just how important (laughs) that work was Uh, and uh, he, he got me to understand that that you really are a gaming voice. You're you've been in about forty or so, forty or more uh games, many of them some of the biggest sellers ever. Uh and that kind of made me focus a little more on uh, not just the other thing, but focus more on on the gaming work. Uh and then about a year ago, it was a little just over a year ago, um this Walking Dead thing came along. And uh this has I think is is has changed uh the perception of me in the in the business of uh voice acting. Um I think I was known and respected before but now I being on such an iconic game that has done so well uh hopefully <laughs> hopefully uh gives a bump up uh, to another category, uh, so I'm, I'm hoping it will push my work forward.
0: Yeah, because that's because that's what I'm hoping for as well. Because I, like I said, I was really impressed by your performance, and I said if this guy uh, doesn't get a career after this game, if he doesn't break out and become like one of the most recognizable voice actors of our generation, then there is no hope for the for humanity. <laughs> Cause you were th- you were that good, man. You were that oh, good, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that to kiss your ass. I'm I'm am being honest when I say you were that good. <laughs> well, thank you. I much appreciate
1: it. Much appreciate it.
0: I mean, and, you know, like I said, you know, you get a lot of messages from people saying, "Oh, I cried at the end, and I felt so emotionally invested," and it's just it, it must like blow your mind at how at how crazy it, it, it is. All it, it, it's, it's
1: humbling. Uh, it 's gratifying and humbling at the same time on one hand as an actor uh you know you're you 're only as good as your last job um every you know you, you, the stories of actors who have been on hit things, hit shows and whatnot, and then disappeared forever um it 's a cliche now um so when you you 're able to be a part of something just so great. Uh, and then add to that the cherry of being the lead character in this thing that was just so great, and that has really changed gaming. And uh, it's it's an indescribable feeling.
0: Yeah, because this was your first role, your first major role as the main protagonist. Yeah, as opposed to as opposed to like a, a side character.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just, it it was a fluke too. I was on another game, as a matter of fact, a game, uh, um, called Law and Order based on the TV show. And I played a fairly minor character there. And, uh, how I got this part, apparently they had actually cast somebody else to play Lee Everett. And uh, they had gone through the first episode and decided that whoever this guy was, it just wasn't working. Uh, and there is a, a guy Javier who works at Telltale Games who heard me while he was playing Law and Order, and said, "Hey, let's give this guy a try, Dave Fennoy. Let's let's uh, maybe he, maybe he'd be an oh, he'd, he'd be an okay Lee Everett."
0: Let the boy try. Give him, give him a shot. <laughs> give him a
1: shot. And uh, you know, I, I got the part, and the rest is history.
0: Oh, and, and apparently Tom is
1: back. I did not know he left. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm. I'm just about uh, out of time here. I'm going to have to wrap this up. You got any more questions?
0: uh shit uh tom dropped <laughs> uh what does the future hold for you like where do you see your career going
1: well i hope more of the same um not only do i do games and animation, um hold on uh, i had a little issue there with my computer uh, not only do i do games and animation but uh i commercials narrations uh tv promos um i'm the voice of hulu at mentioned Um, I'm on a project right now. It's the biggest graphic novel ever with an iPad Android app that if you look at the book through the app, the characters come to life. It's called Anomaly. Uh, That came out just before Christmas, and it's doing well. I'm going to be on some other games. Uh, I, I have a recurring part in Worlds of Warcraft and Worlds of Starcraft, and Skyrim and the next one coming out. I'll be there. Uh, I I'll be doing more of the same.
0: So basically, just video game work.
1: Not well. No, it'll it'll be everything, but definitely more video game work.
0: (laughs) It's 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 funny. Like you're not even a gamer, and you have all you have these amounts, these huge credits to your name. Well, uh, I I don't don't think (laughs) video
1: games. You know, I don't think being a gamer is what qualifies you uh, to a voice act in games.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, but like, I mean, you know, you're not someone who's very who you know plays who plays a lot of video games and who doesn't who doesn't who, who I, I'm probably I'm guessing like at this point didn't realize that there was this whole subculture of, of people who lo- who who uh, love these
1: games. Yeah, it, it took a while for me to catch on, I, but I got it now. <laughs> you better <laughs> I got it.
2: Have, have you played a, have, you, have you ever attempted to play any of the video games that you voice yourself in just
1: to yeah, see what I it's like fuck so bad <laughs> even walking
0: dead come on walking dead well, you, you know, know I've, I mean. I've
1: done the playthrough on the walking dead and um but it's a little difficult I I, I have that actor thing where um it's hard sometimes to watch or, or, or listen to myself. <laughs> oh, you know, you've you become hyper, you become hypercritical. Oh, gee, I could have said it like this. or so I could, you know, uh, as opposed to just letting it go and, and not thinking of the the character as me or yeah, not thinking about my performance. So that a lot of actors have that where you, 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 li- you love the work. You hate seeing yourself in the work.
0: It's like, oh man, that guy looks nothing like me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, the the character looks great. <laughs> it's it's you know, but you hear yourself. You go, ah, oh, gee, I should have said it like this. Ah, oh, gosh, I can that kind of thing. Okay,
2: um, this is a itchy question for me. It's been bugging me, but um, before the uh, before the interview, I was looking some stuff up about you. Is this true? Did you do the voice of RoboCop in a um, video game at some point? That was
1: my very first
2: video game. I really wanted to.
1: It was that. a. It was a ro- well, Actually, it wasn't even a, uh, a video game. It was a phone game. It okay. was like a nine-seven-six phone game that you got. Yeah, and I I played RoboCop. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
2: How, how, how did that came about?
1: I I, aud- I auditioned and got it the, the same way most. Uh, things come about in in this business. You uh, you know, scripts went out. You audition. They heard, listened back, and went, "Oh, we'll p- pick that guy." Because you've been in
2: quite a few um, quite a few uh, skill sort of shows, which got big fan followings. Like, for example, RoboCop is one of them. Another one, which I noticed, got a big cult following is um, Darkwing Duck that you did some additional voices for that show as well. Yeah. Yeah. It just—it's all stuff like that. When you basically you look at your main work, and then when you go back you look at your small additional work, it's very—it's—it's it's very wide. So you've been in the acting, voice acting spectrum for a long time. How how has it changed from the early days when you started up to now? In that regard, well,
1: when I started, you had to be in uh, <laughs> Los Angeles, New York, or Chicago. You had to have an agent. Uh, you had to go into your agent's office to audition. Uh, Now, uh, if you got a Mac, a microphone, and a high-speed Internet connection, you can at least pretend you are in the voiceover business uh, because most of us have studios at home now, and you do it from home, and uh, you can live almost anywhere and have an agent from anywhere. So there's a lot more competition now uh, in the business than there was when I got in the business, Uh, but there's also a lot more opportunities uh, the Internet really did not exist in 1990 when I got into business. Uh, and so not only do you need uh, – and, and we did not have nearly as many uh, uh, cable channels and whatnot. So uh, there's there's a lot more work, but there's a lot more people uh, vying for that work. Uh-huh.
0: And, and did you ever feel like you were in competition with anyone for a certain role?
1: Well, well, sure. You're in competition uh, for every role, uh, but the, the thing about acting and voice acting is uh, who you really want to be in competition with is yourself. Is to is to pro- give the best performance every time. You know, when I when I'm talking to people trying to get in the business, what I tell them is is your job really is to audition. Uh, you want to be the best auditioner in the world. Uh, basically, when they hear your audition, they want it, to—no it, mistakes. It's a performance. Uh, it's another way of putting it. There are no auditions. There are only performances. Once you get the job, that's the easy part. Uh, yeah. This is all work that that most of us would do for free because we love doing it. Uh, but it's it's getting the job. That is the real job. Yeah. Definitely. Well, the,
0: because like you said, uh, Tom wasn't here. But you, like you said, you you were almost uh, not cast as Lee. Someone else had already gotten the role. But uh, you know, they someone listened to you on Law and Order, and they said, okay, this guy. Let's give him a chance and see what he what he can offer to the role.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, occasionally uh, I'll, I'll get a job just. Because somebody says, oh, let's get Dave Fenoy on this. We know Dave Fenoy can do it because I I have a decent reputation in the business. But still, like most of the actors, uh, voice actors, I I audition. I audition every day. Um, That that really is uh, my main job is to audition well.
0: <laughs> and it is and it is and it is hard to forget you because you have a unique look, shall we say, because of your dreads. Oh yeah. Which are awesome by the way. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I love my dreads.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how how long did it take you
1: to grow grow them out then? Well, they're still growing. They're still growing. But this is about uh, 16, 17 years. Oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> dedication, dedication, people. Well, you know, dreadlocks are not a hairdo. Yeah, it's dead. more than that. They're they they're a commitment. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And never cut them off.
1: Never. I, well, that, that is not my plan. But I've also lived long enough to learn to say never say never. Don't cut them off. I, I, I have I, no. I, I have I no. I have no plan to cut them off.
0: I, I truly believe, like, you are like Samson, where <laughs> when Samson cut off his hair, he lost all
2: his power. So, <laughs> I'm,
0: just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Where's my <Delilah?
1: laughs>
2: Out of all the um, badass roles that you've probably played in video game or TV shows, which one do you feel that you like? Um, you're like um, the most badass character you've played in, in your role so far, because you... Uh, Look, and you play some particularly good some some really gruff tough characters in some some of these some of the games well, and like that
1: Well, you know, I like Bayonetta, that was a fun character. Um uh, uh Beautiful Joe uh was a fun character to play. Um yeah, Nick like Fury.
2: Him. Oh yeah, Nick Fury I was about to say right, yeah.
1: Nick Fury, a uh, very great character to play, a lot of fun and very iconic. Um <sighs>
2: Cool. I think you were the first Nick well, don't quote me on this, but I think you were the first Nick Fury to, to, to voice the ultimate version of Nick Fury in any medium, so uh, that voice has stuck with me, because cool. I played the, that video game, and it was I really enjoyed it, sort of thing. Ah,
1: well, thank you, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you did, and I don't know if I was the first to play the role or not in, in a video game, but uh, I, I, I remember playing that role and enjoying it. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, they should get you to make Nick Fury more often. Yes, they
1: should. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I'm I'm just about out of time here. I've got some other things I got to do, but um, let me just say thank you very much. I, you have no idea what an honor it is uh, that you want to hear from me uh, and talk about. And, and, uh, and,
0: le- and yeah, I mean, yes, I mean. It, is, it is it is an honor because, like I said, we're huge Walking Dead fans, and I. After that episode five ended, I'm like, I gotta get Dave Fenoy on the podcast. I gotta get Dave Fenoy on the podcast.
1: <laughs> well, and 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 here I am. Yeah.
0: And, and 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 once again, if if you, if you wanna like come on anytime, we're more than happy to have, have okay. you back.
1: <laughs> well, I, I would just uh, just want to say to the gamers and your listeners, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, friend me on Facebook. Uh, like my uh, page, uh, Dave Fennoy Voice Actor, and uh, follow me on Twitter.
0: Also, go to com to get your official Dave Fennoy coffee mugs. There
1: you go. You go to DaveFennoy.com. Oh, yeah, I should sell stuff. Go to Uh I have a store. You can buy Dave Fennoy coffee cups and T-shirts and a bunch of other stuff.
2: There's any um, works that you're going to be in, that are going to be coming up very shortly that you would like to promote by well, any
1: chance? Anomaly is out, just came out at Christmas time. It's a graphic novel with, uh, it's a huge book, and when you look at it through the free iPad or Android apps, uh, the story comes to life. You hear the voices. It's very, very cool. Anomaly. Um, but uh i'll be in the next skyrim uh worlds of warcraft worlds of starcraft uh a bunch of characters on dota a uh, lot, lot of yes yes i'll oh um i'm i'm hoping to reprise my role as uh, captain Kellogg on archer <laughs> uh, so <laughs> command uh, Kellogg, <laughs> uh so have we, we've, we've got a lot a lot lot coming up
0: Awesome. Once again, once again, I'd like to thank Dave Finoy for taking the time off to give us this interview. And uh, before you go, Dave, can you can you just say, "I'm Dave Finoy, and you're listening to L. O. Governor the podcast."
1: I'm Dave fenoy and you're listening to L. O. Governor the podcast.
0: Thank you so much, sir.
1: You, you are welcome. All the best.
0: You, Dave. see you later.